Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. It's great to have you here with me for a Thursday, September 7th, 2023. This is edition number 153 of season 8. We're continuing our study of the Westminster Confession of Faith. Today we'll take up the final paragraph of chapter 27. Let's pray first. Our Father in heaven, as we uh, complete our look at this important doctrine on the sacraments of the church, baptism and the Lord's Supper and all the matters that relate to it, we would ask that you'd give us grace and strength to help us understand your word, that you would guide and direct us by your spirit. Forgive us for our sins and the ways in which we fall short of your glory. May you help us now. Open our eyes, we pray, for Christ's sake. Amen. While we complete our examination, our study of the sacraments, as summarized by chapter 27 of the Westminster Confession of Faith, today we're going to consider paragraph number 5, which reads, The sacraments of the Old Testament, in regard of the spiritual things thereby signified and exhibited, were for substance the same with those of the new. 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 10 and verses 1 through 4 is where we're going to begin, and then I'm going to read a few words from Dr. Van Dixhorn's commentary on the confession. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 4. <clears throat> For I want you to know, brothers, that our fathers were all under this cloud and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. And then over in Romans chapter 4, Romans chapter 4 and verse 11, he received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. The purpose was to make him the father of all who believe without being circumcised, so that righteousness would be counted to them as well. And then in Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, and you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. Now this final reference, of course, connects the doctrine or the sacrament of circumcision with that of baptism. But what you've seen in these references, the references to the sacraments of the New Testament, baptism, the Lord's Supper, and how they were administered in type and shadow uh, in matters pertaining to the Old Testament. That is, of course, circumcision and the Passover meal. And so, um, page 364 of Dr. Van Dixhorn's commentary says the following, Obviously, the Lord issued many commands during the time when he established his church, church, but a search through the four Gospels, or even the Gospel broadly considered as the whole New Testament, turns up only two sacraments ordained by Christ our Lord. Only two signs are given special significance and are commanded not merely by example but by precept, not once but repeatedly. 
Only two signs and seals were subsequently understood by the first generation of Christians to be an enduring part of the life of the church, baptism and the Lord's Supper. These signs were not merely local practices. Baptism, for example, was required of converts of all nations. These signs were not merely examples of the sort of symbols that Christians are permitted to invent for themselves. On the contrary, they were to be administered just as the Lord Jesus instructed. Without a doubt, the Apostle considered the Lord's Supper to have been abused by the Corinthians, and they were rebuked by him precisely because they did not celebrate as it was received from the Lord and delivered to the church. Now, much to the fifth paragraph here in this chapter, we read, Doctor, again, quoting from Dr. Van Dixhorn, It remains to be said in this prefatory chapter on the sacraments that the sacraments of the Old Testament with respect to the spiritual things thereby signified and exhibited were for substance the same with those of the new. That is one reason why Paul could refer to the Exodus as a baptism, because the substance of the two are the same, Jesus Christ and his glorious gospel. Let me see if I can connect this. So the Exodus was a sign, really a symbol of God's redeeming work and bringing uh, us out of our sin and misery. Egypt, a type of sin, a type of bondage, and uh, the Exodus, a type of redemption or freedom from that. And that freedom was there demonstrated in the passing of the Red Sea when they finally broke the bonds of Pharaoh and the Egyptian army. And they were, as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10, they were baptized into the sea. The aspects of circumcision were given in the Old Testament economy to represent God and his visible church, the people set apart from the world to be part and parcel of the visible church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, in the New Testament, that is represented in baptism. The Old Testament was given to the, to the child, eight days of age, to the male children, but now it is given to all those who either uh, having one or both believing parents or come to faith in Christ and then are to be baptized. But in either case, both of these New Testament sacraments complete the picture of the Old Testament sacraments, both given uh, as the Exodus in the Red Sea, uh, the, doc, the, the, the issue of circumcision. Additionally, uh, I would add the, the elements and, and aspects of the Passover meal, which represent the blood that is required for the atonement of sin. All of these things were there in the Old Testament, the picture, or to push us forward to see the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. The sacraments of the New Testament, of course, show us these things in fulfillment, and we are to continually reflect upon the Lord Jesus Christ, both in the sacrament of baptism and the Lord's Supper. So this completes our examination of chapter 27 on the sacraments. Uh, Beginning with Friday's edition, we'll begin to look at the sacrament of baptism more specifically, and deal with the uh, number of issues that come up uh, throughout chapter 28. So until the Friday edition, may the Lord richly bless you and help you. God bless.